Hello, good morning, dear friends. You're welcome to a new episode on these English lessons. Today is Sunday, July 11th, 2021, and this is your regular host sitting in from our studios in Shanghai. It's been a while since we had our last episode, so、um, it's, it's, it's been a busy time for me. Um, this is summer holiday time, and we have lots of students who are、uh, taking holiday classes、um, because some of them will be planning to travel abroad for further studies from the month of September. So we've been we're really busy at this moment, and、uh, it has been about two weeks since we had our last episode. And remember, we are continuing with our series on. Ads, and we have already discussed、uh, three sections. We've、um, discussed speaking, then we discussed writing, and then we also discussed listening. And today we will be introducing、um, the reading section of the test. And the reading section of the test is、um, also a very very challenging section of the test to many of the students because of the.、Um, Many difficulties, like、uh, the length of the passages and the kind of words, you know, the vocabulary used in the passages,、uh, the nature of the questions that are asked. So、um, we're going to do a general introduction to how the reading section of the test、uh, looks like, and then guide you on how you can prepare for the test, because.、Um, The, the purpose here is to give you an idea、um, on how to really、um, prepare yourself for the reading test because that's the question a lot of students ask. They say, "How can I? What can I read? What is there a textbook that I can read? Is, is, are there some topics that I can、um, study in order to prepare?" Going to try to answer that question in this episode. So, dear friends, this is episode number one hundred and sixty-six, and we're going to get into the content of today. So, when it comes to the reading section,、um, the first thing you have to know is that you're going to have three passages. There will be three passages. And the three passages are not connected. What I mean is that these three passages are not about、uh, say the same topic. No. So passage one can be talking about maybe space exploration, and then passage two could be talking about you know something that is not related to space exploration. So you, it's not like. It's a long text that is broken into three parts. No, the three passages are distinct, and they are focused on different topics. That's the first thing to know. So there are three passages, and they are pretty long. They're really, really long. So students who don't have a good reading ability may find it very difficult to read such、um, long 
passages. And I think that's the first challenge. Uh, many students just looking at the length of the passage, they get scared because um, if you're a middle school student, for example, uh, the kind of passages that you find in your English textbook at school are usually not that long. If you're a high school student, you, you don't get to read those kind of passages as long um, as the one you find in the test. So that's the first element that scares uh, many candidates. Um, and the way to, one way to overcome that fear is to start reading texts like that. So to read passages of that length and time yourself when you're reading such passages. If you do that during your preparation time, when you get to the test and you see the actual uh, passage, you won't be scared just by looking at the length of the passage. So practice reading long articles, long articles. And the best way to find such articles is to get um, past passages that have been used in the arts test. You can easily find them online. So, and then, uh, what about the timing? You have 60 minutes. So, the reading test will take you 60 minutes. And during the 60 minutes, you're expected to answer um, 30 questions. So, you're going to answer those questions in 60 minutes. And the timing is a problem because if you're not used to reading long passages like I've just said, you you, you can easily, you know, go out of timing. For example, the time catches you short when you're still probably with the second passage and you've not even looked at the third passage. So it is recommended that in one hour, try as much as possible to spend about 15 minutes on one passage. If 15 minutes are passed and you realize you have not finished with one passage, it's better to rush on to the next passage because a lot of candidates get stuck in one, you know, they're just stuck on one passage because, oh, I cannot find the answer to this question, so I have to re read over and over until I find the answer. No, that's wrong. That's not the right strategy. Move on to the next passage until you tackle the 40th question. There are 40 questions altogether, and those 40 questions, you have to answer all of them in 60 minutes. So um, don't be stuck on an, a question just because you cannot find the answer. So that's something you should take into consideration. The timing is one hour, the 60 minutes, and during the 60 minutes, you are supposed to answer 40 questions. And the 40 questions are split among the three passages. So maybe passage one has uh, 15 questions, and then passage two has maybe 12 questions, and then passage three has more. It's always like that. So, if they but you know that in total, you have to answer 40 questions, three passages, and the timing is 60 minutes. Okay, now the other question many candidates ask is what kind of passages? Uh, do we have in the test 
or uh, what kind of subject are the passages related to. Okay, so here we are talking about um, academic IELTS and academic IELTS, you, they expect you to be able to um, read books in the university in English. So um, the, the passages that are used are really um, related to certain specific topics or subjects. So they could be scientific, so sometimes the passage is scientific. It could be talking about the development of some, uh, some scientific equipment. Um, and sometimes it's about history, sometimes it's about biology, sometimes it's about um, uh, economics. So it, it, the passages could cover um, any subject that you study at school. They, so this is where um, some students think it's a little bit unfair because um, students who are art-oriented, for example, uh, so they, they have not been studying science subjects, they are, they, they are art-oriented. When they stumble on a passage that is talking about some experiments in the laboratory or talking about certain chemicals, um, it feels like it's unfair to them because at the same time, a student who is um, a science student, let's say a student studying chemistry as a major, will find that passage much more interesting and will likely perform better in, in the test. So, but this is not something you can control because as, a, as, a, as an art student, you could also find a topic that is based on art and you will have the advantage over science uh, students. So you just have to read a wide variety of um, articles. And uh, here is a tip. Um, most of the passages that are used in the test are usually coming from um, magazines, some magazines, very professional magazines like The Economist. You know, The Economist is a magazine that discusses business around the world, um, politics, geopolitics around the world. So if you can get a copy of The Economist, you can also read this magazine online. They have an online version. So a magazine like that can give you an idea of what kind of articles, what kind of uh, passages you will find in the test. And the level of English, the vocabulary is native speaker level. So you should be able to, you should be familiar with that kind of writing so that you don't, you don't, you don't feel so shocked during the test. Another good magazine that you can try to read articles from is um, Times Magazine. Times Magazine has the kind of articles that you will find in the reading section. Um, sometimes they come from uh, Business Insider. Business Insider is a very good website. You can go there and you will read a lot of uh, articles about business. So that's the best way to get used to that kind of level of writing and <clears throat> read the kind of um, <clears throat> expressions, the kind of English, the vocabulary that is used in such articles 
is uh, more or less the kind of uh, level that you will find in the reading section and that's a good way for you to practice so you can get online and don't go and read uh, blogs no you should read very um, formally written articles uh, like from the sources uh, CNN is a good one too VOA is a good one too and then the Economist Times Magazine um, Business Insider these are some examples that you can consult and you just can do that from your smartphone or from your computer as long as you're connected to the internet and you just read around and try to make sure if you're an art student don't read only articles related to art try to read articles um, related to science uh, sports um, or other subjects because you never know what kind of passage will show up but let me assure you you are not you're very unlikely to read a passage and then find exactly the same passage in the reading test that is something i try to discourage my students i tell them do not try to predict a passage you cannot the possibility of you uh, reading a passage and actually coming across it is, is very 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 slim so um that's that's a little bit how you can prepare for, for the test. And then um, in, in, in our next episode, we will be talking about um, the questions. So the next episode will focus mostly on how to tackle questions um, in the reading section. So I don't want to go into that right now. What is important was to tell you the nature of the reading test and um, then give you these tips on how to find some materials how to uh, step up your reading level and in such a way that you will, you will not be shocked when you see that you have to read three long passages you know and answer questions 40 questions on them in a little time time as little as 60 minutes so um, Hopefully, that's the main message you are going to take away from this episode. So just remember that when you practice reading, try to time yourself. Try to time yourself because if you read without timing yourself, you will not realize that 60 minutes have passed. Um, in fact, since you're reading and answering questions, you, you should say, you should be able to read those three passages in maybe 30 minutes so that you then have time to really make sure your answers are correct transfer them to the answer sheet and uh, read over your work read over your answers before time is over it's not like you just have to finish reading the third passage when it's 60 minutes then you won't have time to work on your answers so with that we will come to the end of this episode today and i want to wish you a happy summer holiday and i'll see you in the next episode next week so that we can then discuss um, the questions the kind of questions that are asked in the reading section and how to easily spot the answers in the passages that you get 
have a nice Sunday and see you in the next episode. This is your regular host, Teacher D, signing off. Bye-bye.